Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I am Stuart Roberts and I'm really excited to introduce my new podcast, Hear Me See Me. It's just over five years ago. I did something that changed my life. What it did, more than I could have ever realised, it helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people, some of the people that work in some of these places. Many of them are volunteers, but some of them, it is their job. I'd had this idea after being inspired by a guy in America I'd seen cutting hair on the streets and seeing the difference it made to the guys who were there. This is more than a job, this is a calling. Hello, here we are. Um, Hear Me See Me podcast. I've got two lovely young ladies with me today. I've got Annie James and Susie Edwards, hello. Hello. Hi, Stuart. we're going to talk about. Uh, I met the, I met these two amazing young women recently at um, a project I went to do at Tuesday Night Bites in Bethnal Green. And uh, funny enough, I got there and there's a lot of our regulars from one of our other mission uh, projects. So it was good to see some familiar faces. Um, so Annie, can you start by telling me actually can you tell me a little bit about yourself and then we'll go to you so so just tell me a little bit about you because people don't know who you are yeah 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 of course um so i work with susie and the rest of our wonderful team at tuesday night bites yeah and we um run a soup kitchen for the homeless and people well we say for those in need so that's anyone who's homeless or vulnerable or maybe on low income or maybe just lonely um, and we give out kind of clothing and toiletries and offer where we can other services like haircuts of homeless yeah um, and yeah I think that's basically like a summary that's more a summary of Tuesday Night Bites isn't it than it like is myself. yeah yeah so like see I, what specifics would you like well, to well specifically know? to me what struck me now it's because I'm probably an old fella but the fact that you're, you know, it's quite a young team. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. so if you don't mind me, what sort of age are you? I'm 28. So you're 28 and you... I'm so, 26. Yeah, so you're both, you know, in your 20s. Mm. It's not the regular thing you expect of people in their 20s to be doing on a Tuesday night. And that's what struck me. And you all seem to be that age, isn't it? Yeah, I think we're more or less... Yeah, I think... Yeah, definitely. It's definitely an age range between 20 and, thir- 20 and 30. And I yeah. think a lot of people our age want to help in some capacity. Yeah. But they don't even know where to start. And the no. thing is with Tuesday Night Bites is literally we don't care who you are. If you want to come and help, mm. like, our door is always open. Yeah. You can literally sit and have a chat. You can do the back office stuff and do the washing up if you don't yeah. if you don't feel confident chatting to people. And some people do can, like the media stuff. Yeah. And like, some people cross over, don't they? Yeah, like we understand obviously people have their day jobs. Sometimes Tuesday nights don't work for everyone. Yeah. Um but literally you can help out with the social media. Like we literally you can do whatever. It's mm. an open open door policy definitely. Yeah. So, so, so I think yeah, like to your to your question of like everyone being quite young. I think it's basically, like Susie says, that I think what we found with our friends and with the other volunteers is that people really have this like passion and desire to help out. Maybe especially like at this age, because you've done a few years in your career and you're now like looking for something else to like on the side help out a bit more, but they don't really know where to place that. Um, And I think what we want to uh, create is an environment in which like anyone can turn up yeah. And anyone can help out if and when they can. Yeah. Um, that does stop people sometimes because well, obviously with that, it's specific, isn't it? My one, uh, mm. Not mine, our one is, is cutting hair. And mm. the, the amount of inquiries we get, and they say, I'd like, if only I could cut hair, I'd love to help. Yeah. And it's like coming on, and that's what I like about yours, this sort of policy, we can all help, you know, mm. like in, in whatever way. So I've got people who do come along to us who are not hairdressers, but they do the door. 
they mm. do like the list. You know, the list is important because it stops arguments about who goes next. Who gets and, to go next? Yeah, yeah, and all that stuff. So it's all important, you know. Um, but it, it's so it was your brother. My brother. Your brother. brother. Right. Yeah. You t- yeah. tell me about Tom. And what? Like, how did it start? Um, so Tom basically set it up. Um, again, really similar concept to mm. what we have today. Um, just in the same uh, hall that we have every Tuesday, um, between the same timings, and um, just anyone can. As Annie said, it is free food for those in need. Mm. So. Um, it started about October 2018, 18? I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, and at that point, it was literally just a couple of people turning up every yeah. week. And then just... Didn't you say you had, like, one, one little lady yeah. that came every week? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <is> so sweet. <laughs> yeah, we had one little, little lady who came. Um, and it's just kind of grown from there. Obviously, like, as Annie said, people are so keen to help. And yeah. we're always open to help in any yeah. capacity basically um and yeah it's just literally going from there tom's away in india at the moment so obviously yeah. he can't be here today but it's all yeah. down to him he set up the whole thing he went to the mission in the mornings yeah. to kind of send out mm. flyers and mm. like raise awareness um and then we got in touch with um there's another soup kitchen in um spanish place yep spanish place uh, which is where how we met annie yeah. And um, we kind of spoke to them and we just said we need some more volunteers because we just needed an extra pair of hands. And then we met some great people. Yeah. Um, and then it's just literally grown from there. What, what do you think made Tom start? Because there must be... Because the difference is a lot of people think about these things. Mm. Something made Tom not just go... I know you can't... He's not here, you can't speak for him. But, <laughs> you, you know, it's your brother, so you'll know. Yeah. Like, you know, there must be something that... that because there's, there's often something that makes someone take action. There's one thing having an idea, and we're all great at them, but it's something that just you need that sort of shock or catalyst, you know. So, what made him? Yeah, I mean, as you said, I don't, I don't want to speak for him. No, but, no. Um, he uh, was a teacher in Hackney, right. and I think he was struck by um, he, what the vast issue was yeah. with homelessness in that area. Yeah. Um, and yeah wanted to do something to help and you're right a lot of people want to do something but they Mm. don't even know where to start and I think it really helped that he had been to Spanish Place and kind of knew how a soup kitchen runs and things like that and then kind of took the initiative to be like right okay I'm going to do this myself and I'm going to do it in an area where I know there is that need Mm. Um, but yeah I'd have to get him to answer that yeah of course that explains it to me though you know like because that's the sort of thing you need you need to be not passing through somewhere, he's been there and he's, he's engaged with people, mm. you know, on that level. And um, you, you you don't really know an area until you get in there and, and meet the people and do that. So mm. that's where that's come from. But uh, I love the atmosphere in there. I mean, I go to a lot of these places now across the UK and it's, it's got a great atmosphere. So it's a lovely... Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, well, I can, yeah. I can tell you from an observer looking in that yeah. it's a lovely sort of atmosphere and... You know, you've got some regulars that I know quite well from other places, and uh, yeah, but it's it's a nice yeah, it's a nice sort of feel good atmosphere. Um, mm. I like that. I mean, you've got a lot more than just food as well, haven't you? I mean, I've seen that you've got lots of clothes. You seem to have lots of connections with other people that are helping. Yeah, lots of well, like Susie said, like loads of people want to help out. Like even if it's like just different companies as well have been really helpful in providing mm. like. We had loads of books came from a publishing house and then like um, a run club did a big collection for us of clothing from their, yeah. their lot and just stuff like that. Like I think just it's it's really little things that actually do end up making a massive difference on the evening, I think. Yeah. I think the good thing about Tuesday Night Bites is it is ultimately a really simple concept, like mm. free food for those in need and some conversation if you're if you want it, basically. And mm. so it's kind and then of some people come in now and just have a cup of tea and like have a chat, don't they? Mm. So it's literally tea. so people can help where they because everyone can offer a bit of conversation. Yeah. Even yeah. if you can't. That's a, that's else. another thing I've noticed. I've observed that when I'm I mean I, I do do I'm busy there I do cut hair but you can't yeah, help but have a look yeah, around you know and yeah, yeah. Uh, and I 
I've seen Harry the fact. Potter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've seen the fact that a, a lot of you guys, it's not just sort of standing there. There's your food. Go and sit down. Mm-hmm. It, you know, the engagement's really good. It impresses me that, that you, often I see you all go and sit with people and they want to eat and you have a chat and you have a conversation. Yeah. So, and that's that's. I think this day and age is really important. You know, mm-hmm. that would you would, would you think that? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, that is like a massive focus that we try and kind of ask our volunteers like especially when we have new ones that like if they are comfortable just going to sit down and have a chat then please do because it's nice as well I think that like one of the main things that people say who've been sleeping rough is the like level of loneliness because people just don't acknowledge them and they just kind of feel like so isolated and I think even just someone asking you how your day was or like commenting on the weather which a lot of people think is quite boring but mm. it it's actually just nice because it shows that you care and will give someone the time of day yeah I think would you agree yeah definitely like I've had a few people um new volunteers come and it I, I think sometimes it can be quite intimidating and they're a bit like oh what do I what do I talk to someone mm. about who's rough sleep, sleeping but I literally just say ask them which football team they support or which sports do they follow or something yeah. like that like something so mundane that yeah. it just creates that rapport and conversation and mm. then like something that's so it's not about you know where are you sleeping which hostel are you staying in anything like that it's literally something as simple as yeah which sports team do you support yeah and then it can just I, literally yeah because I, I think people think that like it's like an elephant in the room that needs to be addressed but ultimately mm. like when you meet someone new you don't just suddenly you're not, you're not just like, where'd you live? Like, where yeah. you staying? Why, yeah. Why'd you live there? Like, yeah. like yeah. you can just have like a normal, like light-hearted chat, like small yeah. talk, yeah. I don't know. And joke around as well. Like yeah. some of the guests we have are the funniest That's people fun, I've know. ever met in my whole life. I know. Like, I know. It's, it, they, it's really funny. I mean, and, and it, what I've noticed, cause I, cause I, I mean, Bethnal Green, like, you know, you've got the sort of the earth people in Bethnal Green, yeah. I love it, but. I find that anywhere, because I go all over the UK doing it, that yeah. it, it varies, the, 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 the laughter and the banter varies quite a lot. I know I've got no favourites. In terms of what, like topics? Yeah, but the, just the general, I mean, you can, yeah. if you can imagine, you've got a certain level of an East London where you are. Oh, yeah. But I've just come back from Liverpool last week. Now, the, the, then you've got the scarce humour, <laughs> yeah. you know. Early this year, Dublin. Now, Dublin is hilarious, you know. <laughs> and it's an odd thing we do, isn't it? Because we, we, we're engaging with, and then, but sometimes it, it's heartbreaking. Because mm. when mm. someone really opens up, yeah. It's so heartbreaking, but then the next minute it erupts in laughter, you know, and that's what you try. I do try and push that myself, you know, when I'm talking about it. I mean, obviously, there is the, the real sad side of life, but I do try and push the laughter, you know, yeah. and, and, and oh, remind people. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, and just to like also not dissuade people to kind of help out. In, in like some kind of capacity, is that it, it is it doesn't have to be like a really like solemn experience yeah. if anything it's like like pretty fun yeah and you meet yeah. really lovely people and everyone basically wants to have a laugh and just yeah yeah spend a bit of time together it's not yeah it's another thing in it it's, it's really enjoyable mm-hmm. you know like because we wouldn't keep going back and doing it yeah mm. exactly that's exactly. the thing five I've, five years i've been doing it you know yeah, and you just amazing. and I, I that's not that <laughs> i don't mean for that i just meant because nice. i still enjoy it yeah yeah you know i'm doing something for five years day in day and i still love going Mm-mm. And that's why I was, um, you know, like particularly wanted to keep doing the work as opposed mm. we've grown quite big now, but I want to keep it that I do the work. Still want to be doing hands-on stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 We, you know, we, that's why we, we, we became a charity last year that we, we've got, um, what do you call them, trustees and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't want to end up, I didn't want to end up with a job. Like running a charity or something. No, I, I, I just want to go... I and love the people. Like stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time with people. Yeah, I mean, it needs to all be done. All the other stuff. If you want to grow, it has to. All that stuff's important. But as you, you know, I don't want to ever go away from what I'm, what I love doing. 
and um, no, definitely. And you're so good at it. You're so. I think we definitely see how excited the guests get when you come, and like we know it's not just because they're getting their hair cut. Like they're genuinely excited to see you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're always like, oh, when's Stuart coming back? Like, oh, yeah. when are you getting her hair done? Which is so sweet. Yeah. It's so nice. It's not. It, I must admit, it's lovely. And, and, you know, you get haircut man. You know, yeah. like, yeah. haircut man. And, and sometimes I'm walking just around London. And I'm, I was going to say, do you get, get it, like, in yeah. the street? <laughs> I get yeah, yeah. My daughter, she's, um, she, she did this, uh, she's performing arts, and she'd done this thing in Ilford, and uh, she, we went to a, what do you call it, end-of-year show thing. Mm-hmm. We're walking through Ilford back to the car. Mm. And there was quite a large group in a big shop doorway. And uh, all of a sudden I heard, haircut man! <laughs> and she, she must admit, she looked like really scared. <laughs> Who come so over? And, uh, I went, oh, this is my daughter. And they go, oh, and they all thought she was lovely, you know. Oh, and she they said, absolutely oh, loved that. So they loved yeah, it. Yeah, they loved yeah. it. And yeah. then and we got in the car, she said, see, I'll show you the best people in the world. And I, you know. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm they go- <laughs> yeah, they really are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, amazing. And there's something about like getting your hair cut as well. It's a bit like having a bit of food, having a hot drink. Like yeah. you just instantly feel you feel better. better. Like yeah, we're creating a service that makes people feel better. It is. It's like yeah, a really simple concept like that. Yeah. The best ones are. Yeah. <laughs> All the best ones are. You know, keep it simple. You know, and yeah. and it's got a passion behind it. Yeah, definitely. The, I think that's like really important as well. Is that like we're definitely not like claiming to reinvent the wheel in any way whatsoever no um but i think it just comes down to like like will like willing like a will to do it and mm. kind of like a determination to get through the bits that probably aren't so enjoyable and then and then just kind of enjoy and make the most of and try and make the experience as nice as possible yeah for everyone yeah like guests and volunteers yeah i've th- i th- uh, it oh, what always gets me is actually how, and I've seen it a lot at your place as well, is how they help each other. Mm. There's a lot of camaraderie, isn't there, with it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's a proper community. Yeah. Um, and even just the way they are with us as well as, as volunteers, like, yeah. you can tell that they have, like, a genuinely, genuine, like, they see us as a friend. Yeah. And that if something had happened to... Oh, we've had it whatever. before. Yeah, yeah they, they there's like a level of concern, and I know that they would feel the same about yeah their friends or yeah another guest there. Definitely. definitely. And if we, yeah, we've definitely had like moments where there've been kind of maybe um, people have got like heated and maybe yeah. started to be a bit aggressive and yeah. If like one of us has been there, definitely like other people, like other guests who are kind of like bigger and stronger definitely than me and Susie would like come yeah. in and help out and like try and calm the situation mm. um, which I think is like really lovely because it it kind of does I, th- I think anyway like show that they that they care I think they do mm. uh, it's an interesting point and I, I like to uh, emphasize that mm. it's quite rare it's, mm. it doesn't happen as often as you as people who don't do it imagine yeah, yeah I think they think it's yeah. going to kick off all the time and it it just it's something that happens occasionally mm. but in my experience and I've seen this I've seen this at your place mm. and I've seen this at the mission with Sonia and Sue that mm. the biggest guy the biggest angriest guy tends to get put in his place by a woman yeah definitely. there's that disconcerting we did have that when you came well, I do yeah, remember that yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember see and, and the thing yeah. is you, you guys I mean you know like you, you get straight in there and you st- that's enough we're not having it but they tend to I think it's less confrontational when a woman does it I think that they are if I'd have jumped in mm. I was hiding behind you anyway but if I <laughs> <laughs> no, but if I if it, it's more it's more confrontational when a man confronts a man definitely yeah but you get a you get a woman confronting a man and they tend to and there's a lot of guys have been in prison and that you mm. you you know the ones because they'll they'll yeah. call you miss yeah 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 <laughs> oh sorry miss sorry miss sorry, no miss tr- it, and it's yeah. that and it's because yeah. it's that institutionalized thing of you know they're yeah. used to working you know and uh, we were actually yeah. saying last night weren't we how there was like a the first incident we'd had actually in quite a long time and um uh, yeah, and and we were kind of trying sorting it out, and then one of the the boys came over to help out, and as soon as one of the boys stepped in, he like like dialed it up a notch. Yeah. And I guess it's just like suddenly because it's like 
male to male, yeah, then they they see that as more of a confrontation. I think. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, and they mean well. They yeah, want to just come and help you yeah, and protect yeah, yeah, yeah. you, but it actually does elevate the situation. Sometimes it yeah, it, yeah, yeah. But I'm not gonna lie, so I'm definitely happy to have them there. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, Sometimes that, you're like, Ooh, okay. I like to stand back a little, but yeah. keep my eye on it, you know, yeah. because um, there again, it's that last, the last thing you want to do is to actually anything to, to really happen. To but you, yeah. yeah. But as I say, I'm going to reiterate again. It's very few and far between. Considering what what I think what people would expect. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when, I, that was the first one we'd had in a long time. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think people imagine out there that mm. that this is kicking off every two minutes, mm. you know, and it's not like that, is it? It's not no. that that thing. Um, and new volunteers, like what I have, it, you know, when they come to volunteer with us, and I'm sure that they had this thing uh, the night before they don't sleep, and they think it's going to be. You know, and I often we always go for coffee after, and I say oh, it's not anywhere near as bad as you thought, is it? And they go, oh. no, 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 it isn't actually. And then I bet they come back like every yeah. week. Doesn't yeah, they? you always yeah. find that when people come for the first time, and they're always kind of like deer in the headlights, like yeah, ah, scared, yeah. and then they and then they like we tidy up and stuff, and they're like that was the funnest evening yeah. ever, and then they're back the next week. I think it changes people. I think I think uh, in this. In this society nowadays, I'm not judging. It, it's just that everything's a little bit selfish and self-centered. Mm. Everyone's a little bit self-focused, and um, and it and which in turn escalates our own problems or amplifies our problems because it's just about us, you know. Yeah. And the minute you go and spend an hour or two hours at these places, you forget about you. You forget all about your problems. Mm. Yeah, you know. yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, you kind of realise that your problems are so mundane, and whatever happened at work that day, yeah. you can just yeah. forget all about it. Like compared to what some of these people are going through, yeah. it is so minuscule. I think that's it, isn't it? It's like it's like. I really hate this phrase, but I'm going to use it anyway. It's really humbling because it you mm. see people that have been through so much, and their lives are like comparatively like in a pretty like dire situation and they're cold and they're hungry and they're tired and they'll still be like in good humor and they won't be rude and they won't be like self-centered and they'll be really kind and you're yeah. like that's incredible like half the people that you kind of like bang around with like day to day are much more kind of self-centered than that yeah and they've they've got it going like a lot better yeah mm -hmm. And they can be absolute shits. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say nicely. <laughs> I'll say it for you. You said it for yeah, me. You know, like, and you think, God, you know, like, because someone, someone might like, and I shouldn't be, sounds a bit judgmental, but someone might be banging on about something. Mm. Oh, it's awful. This has happened and it's this, this and this. And you think, look, shut up a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Come with me. And yeah. um, you know, and then and then you'll realise that's that's irrelevant. Mm. Yeah. But then I suppose you it's know. It's really hard not to be preachy, though. Yeah. I think. And that's, that's like that's the thing, isn't it? Mm. And also because everyone's problems are, are like their problems comparable to their lives. Yeah. yeah. So like something that's really shit that might happen for one person yeah. in their like scale of life. Yeah. Is really really shit, and yeah. that really gets them down. Mm. Well, it's our default. I think as yeah. a, as, as human beings, we are. I mean, I'm as selfish. People have this misconception that I'm a nice man just because I go and do homeless haircuts. No, you're horrible. We know but that. I know, yeah. And, and, and it rears its ugly head a lot of the time. And, you know, I, I got out of the station and it was raining and I was trudging along. I was really feeling... I do it all the time. I was really feeling sorry for myself. Yeah, and I yeah thought, but fair enough. <laughs> but I was, I was cold and wet. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah, the thing. Yeah. I was cold and wet. Um, and a little bit tired, and you know, and then I was, but I was coming to a nice warm office. I could sit mm, and have a coffee. Mm, I was, you know what I mean. So, it, it, in the scheme of things, it's not about that present time when I was in the moment. Yeah, I, I felt very sorry for myself. <laughs> <laughs> we'll forgive you. We'll forgive yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, I did it recently, and 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 this is sometimes you say like because they are, in spite of everything, really well behaved. But I had a guy at a recent one, who was really, he was really anti-social you know like he was upsetting mm. everyone basically so a lot of the guys it was a great it's great atmosphere but this was guy at the rain clouds this is the guy who was mm. you know move out of the way i can't see the telly all these things you mm. know mm. that on the surface you would think oh, i don't like you mate you're not you know mm. really i don't like you you know that stuff 
And then as we was leaving, he was in the car park and he was actually having a bit of a Barney with one of the staff. <laughs> bit of a Barney. Bit of a Barney, yeah, <laughs> with one of the staff. But he was standing there, he had no shoes on, it was freezing cold, mm -mm. it had been raining, and he said, look, I just want some effing warm clothes. Oh, dry, nice. sorry, dry yeah. clothes. I just want some dry clothes. And I it, think standing in the rain barefoot is enough to put anyone in I a bad he, mood. But I think they were soaked. I think he put his trainers to warm, yeah. to dry off somewhere. Mm. So, but he's standing there and they've obviously said, look, get outside a minute, you're upsetting everyone. Mm. And he's standing there, so he's in his socks. He's got this old tracksuit. But you could see he was soaked to the skin, mm. you know. He said, I've lost my uh, sleeping bag. I'm so, I just want some dry clothes to put on. And then all of a sudden you think, God, I was judging that guy. I was in there thinking, what horrible person yeah, and all that yeah. I was doing that you know and mm -mm. and then you come out and you think god no wonder yeah yeah you it, know. it goes back to that like it is again just such a simple concept yeah yeah like he just wanted some warm clothes yeah that's why he was in a shit mood I just wanted to be yeah. Like, yeah. yeah and I think that we can all say that that would be enough to put us all in a bit of a shit mood <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I think as well one that's like really important to also remember and something that's like been really um highlighted to me as well is um taking into account people's mental health mm. and how like all of the those elements kind of really can exacerbate someone's mental health particularly if they don't have access to kind of therapy or counseling or whatever they might need which for the most part people don't have that if they can't afford to have it privately or they finish their nhs kind of sessions or however well however even is. a friend or a family member to talk to about yeah, just their anyone. mental health like it's something that we probably take for granted yeah. but if you like quite a lot of the reasons why people are homeless or rough sleeping is because their family life or has crumbled in in the background so they don't even have that to speak to someone yeah so I think that, definitely yeah and I think then because this has happened with us and I and also in kind of a couple like a couple of other places that I um work and you kind of see people behave in a certain way and it's exactly what you said Stuart about how you might think to yourself oh god like give it a rest kind of mm. thinking like oh this guy's a bit of a, a pain in the ass and then you realize that like how many hours later actually he was having some kind of like mental health I don't know, like either an episode or a psychosis, or he just like didn't have any knowledge of what he was actually doing. And it's not him; it's the or her. It's the like it's the condition. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really important not to like when someone's on like on the street and behaving in a certain way, not not think of it as being that individual that has the issue, and just try and see like a bigger picture. Mm -hmm. I also think if anyone feels isolated or lonely that is enough to affect your mental health and that is how a lot of these people mm. are feeling um is like just yeah not having someone to talk to so that is going to obviously affect you in some way yeah yeah that's a really good point okay so we you know we've we've had a bit of a chat about it people know about tuesday night bites mm. tell me tell me some of the highs and lows um Susie, do you want to kick off with a high? Yeah, so I think my definite high um, was um, a guy who came from the very beginning, from when it was literally just five of us, including yeah. the volunteers, so, yeah. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> he was a really, really great guy, really, really sweet, but he did suffer from drug addiction. Mm. Um, he'd been to prison a couple of times. I think he just found going back into society really, really tough, which mm. I think is something that happens a lot hmm. um, and he went away and hadn't seen him for a few weeks so a little bit worried about him but obviously you know how it is like sometimes you know life happens things get in the way and they just can't come every week and he came back and he um, got a place in rehab which was amazing and was talking to him about it and just like how happy I was for him that he got a place in rehab and he was actually just like ready to turn his life around and ready to make that conscious decision and he just said like you're the he didn't say it to me specifically, I don't want to take credit for that, but he just said it to like us in general as a community that we're the reason that he did that and he... Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and that's I'm incredible. like truly, truly touched by that. I think mm. that that was definitely a high for me. What about you? Definitely a Tuesday night by a high. Yeah, definitely. What about you? For sure. 
What about, um, what about you? <laughs> what's that supposed to be? <laughs> what about you? Well, I, the trouble is, I know what's coming because I was there that night. And uh, you, 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 oh, you want the low, don't you? Yeah, you're, <laughs> okay. uh, you give me a, you give me the low because you've got a peach. <laughs> as far as I, go. I mean, it was funny, but you've got a peach. Come on. I had a real sense of humour failure. Um, uh, so last time Stuart came to. <laughs> Very kindly to Tuesday Night Bites. Um, I'd arrived a bit earlier in the evening. Um, and someone had left us a human shit on the doorstep. <laughs> and because I was the first person there, I had to um, clear it up. <laughs> but I really, really just really couldn't face it when I got there. So I left it there, also went out and did, did the errands. And then when I came back, one of the other volunteers had arrived. And I tried to make him do it. If you really... <laughs> delegation. That's the power of delegation. Know, that's an awful delegation. He was like, absolutely not. So I just had to... I just got a magazine and kind of... Like, <laughs> I feel like you used your initiative in this situation. Yeah, I, I think I, I did. I, yeah. thought it was, I think I did I thought too. it was quite... Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't mean it was a high. It definitely <laughs> wasn't a high. It's creative. It's like, where have you gone above and beyond? I know, yeah, literally. Limitation leads to creation. So you've got a magazine. <laughs> yeah, got a magazine. Probably, yeah, I've just got a magazine, opened it up, and then just kind of scooped it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the glamour. The glamour of Tuesday Night so Bite. Glamorous. This doesn't happen all the time. I no. just like to clarify. No. We do want to get and, you some more volunteers. I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. What are you doing to us? And uh, yeah, we redistributed that one in, yeah. in the bin. So that was probably probably not a high. No. 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 <laughs> but it's also like I can laugh. It is a funny low. I think. Yeah. I think yeah. people mistake that certain area for a toilet because the amount of time <laughs> yeah, that, true. that I've turned up and it is just stank of piss. Yeah. yeah. And just I, to clarify, the doorstep. Oh, yeah, this is the actual yeah, yeah. door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah that's happened right. a, a couple of times. I think people might think that it's a toilet. Mm. Well... The glamour, the glamour. So come on over. What's yeah, up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure after that, uh, people will be queuing at your door to come and help. <laughs> Hopefully nowhere near the doorstep. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I mean, I've, I've struggled with mental health all mm. of my life. Mm. I'm 14 years sober. Um, Amazing. I know. Well, nearly, next month, I mean. But, like, the thing is with it, is so I know, you know, I, I really relate to the guys, mm. particularly the drinkers, you know, like, mm -hmm. you know, drink drugs and all mm -hmm. that stuff, because I know what it does. And there's a, there's a saying in recovery, you know, it's, it's uh, hate the illness, not the person. Mm. And I think that's, I often remind myself of that. Mm. And it's the mental illness or the addiction or these things. Mm. The core person, the genuine, uh, often is a really good person yeah. it's the behavior that's horrible you know yeah exactly um, and the behavior is like coming from a place of not having their kind of essential needs being met yeah mm. and addiction is so um i mean I, I i i was in a privileged position when i was at my worst you know mm. yeah i still did it now if you take me out of that put me on the street and i speak to guys all the time and there again, you said about not preaching. I try not to preach about that. Having said that, if someone says about, oh, it's the drink, it's the, I will have to just sort of just throw in, you know, oh, I drank for 14 years, mate. I, I know what it's like. Just to see if there's that little seed. And sometimes I do just go to one side and we have a chat. Yeah, because they, they can look at you and see that there's, there is hope, that they can get through this. Precisely, um, yeah. yeah. That, and I think that's important for anyone who... Some people I prefer, I, I totally respect some people in recovery like to keep it very private and personal. I totally understand that, but for me, I like to think that um, you're an example of a people that, that it's a possibility. Mm. At least there's hope and possibility there mm. that you can get through these things. But I'm the first to say, you know, you're on the street, you've, you've, uh, that, that guy the other day, freezing cold, someone's nicked his tent or something or his sleeping bag, mm. you know, and he gets a chance 
to put to, to block that out for a couple of hours mm. by getting smashed. You know, you see the appeal of it. Yeah. I know. Definitely. I know the reason why not to because I know mm. it makes things. I know it definitely makes things worse. Yeah. But you see why they go to that. I also think for a lot of people um, whose family life or friendships or relationships have broken down, alcohol and, and drugs or whatever is their the one stable thing in their life almost because yeah. it is literally. If you're feeling shit, yeah. it's something that you can go to. If you don't yeah. have your girlfriend or boyfriend, yeah. or yeah, like that mm. is your, 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 you're right, like you're dependent yeah. on it. Yeah. And that's what addiction is, right? It's yeah. when you're dependent on it. Well, it's very, yeah. it, it works. The problem is, it's very effective. Mm. You know, I remember it well. It's like, yeah. you know, you know instantly that if I go that, if I go for that, that's going to work. Because mm. that's as far as you go. You don't think that next bit, but if I do do that, then there's this and this and this consequence. Mm. All you want to do is this first bit. Yeah. I just want to get to that. You want to block it all out. A yeah. short-term solution yeah. to a long-term problem. Yeah. Mm. So I think um, even if we offer a temporary respite from that, because there's this people say, oh. Let's play devil's advocate. There's people to me, it's only an air cut. You know, what difference is that going to make? They say to you, you know, like, well, you're only, like, what are they going to do? You just, it's just one night. You're only giving them something to eat, you know, all these things. Mm. But you yeah. must have seen more than that, haven't it? Yeah, definitely. And I think, I think, um, yeah, I think this really bothers me because I feel like <laughs> at the beginning, to, like, we were all, we kind of were like, oh, we want to do this and that and then we want to get, like, job services and no, no, no. And it's like, that's great, but there are loads of services in place for that. And like us lot that have just kind of pitched up in Bethnal Green aren't gonna be able to, to provide all of that. And I think that actually it's like, people have those services and there are kind of social services and there's day centers and there's whatever. But what people also need alongside that is like the day-to-day -day kind of um, human contact and company. And I think we, we now try and where we remember call ourselves a community kitchen because I think that's essentially the focus is to create yeah. this like community environment in which people will like come in like week after week and I think it's like a really nice testament that like a lot like I don't maybe what would you say maybe 80% of our guests are regulars, regulars yeah, yeah definitely and like and the same with our volunteers mm. and I think that creates that environment of community which is like so much it, it is just so important and so integral to kind of getting yourself better and feeling better about yourself. Mm. I don't know, would you would you agree to see? Yeah, definitely. And I also think the good thing, I know a lot of other soup kitchens um, around London and, and stuff are on a particular day, but it's quite good having it on a Tuesday, every Tuesday. Mm. We're always going to be there, like rain or shine, whatever. Our sign is outdoor, like outside saying free food for those in need and people can just come in. Cause like, as I said, there's a lot of people around that area who are just walking past and then they go past and they go, yeah, of course, it's Tuesday. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna pop in. And I think we Yeah, also... that's true. People always come in and they're like, oh, I forgot it was Tuesday. <laughs> they just <laughs> like, what? Yeah, just had me dinner. Yeah. <laughs> just had me dinner, I wouldn't know. Yeah, what have eaten? <laughs> would have eaten if yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but it does give them a routine. Cause then, cause I can imagine it'd be so easy to forget what day of the week it is. Yeah, totally. Um, and I said to Annie, um, Earlier this year, I think we should make more of a point of like, make like you know pancake day. We just made a bit of a deal out of it, and it's just yeah. like reminding yeah, people like of events. what yeah. what time of year it is, what yeah. what day of the week it is, what date it is, like things yeah. like that. And then I don't know about you, but I always try and make a point of yeah, see you next Tuesday. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll make as many jokes about that as we uh, yeah see you next Tuesday. Yeah, but. of course. <laughs> um, I was but. already in front of you on that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if you just make a point saying, right, I'll see you next week, then it, you know, gives people that drive to make it next week. And yeah. yeah. And like Easter, you can get Easter eggs or, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like... Had a little Christmas, Christmas party. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, all of that stuff. And it's true. It's, it's, it's bringing a bit of normality into a chaotic, I think, chaotic yeah, life. it's just like normal kind of yeah. what we consider normal social... Yeah. Um... Like conventions, basically, just like re-socialising, like reintegrating people into like normal society. And it's consistency. So yeah, it's consistency yeah, yeah. is key. Mm, there's, yeah. there's, mm. and I'm not, I'm, I'm not sort of um, putting aside what people do, but these like event things, it's like almost it can be like lifting someone up and dropping them. 
Mm. That's why I, we, we personally, like with, with Haircuts for Arms, we, we want it consistent. We mm. want to, you know, if we start on the first Monday of the month, we want to be there every first Monday of the month. Yeah. The guests, the clients, whatever you want to, they, they get to rely on you, they get to know you come in. Um, and as much as possible, we like to do that. Mm. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely, because we've had. We've had it before where you've been there and they're like, no, but we're seeing you next week in the yeah. mission. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, have your bloody haircut while season. Yeah. And I, I was a bit like, can, can I do it tonight? Because I, <laughs> yeah. I might be really busy next Wednesday. You have like 100 people next yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. And that last one, I was on my own, wasn't I? So, yeah. I was, so actually, a couple yeah, of them, I was thinking, I'll do it Wednesday. I might have a few people with me. And do you know what? On the following Wednesday, I was on my own again. No, you were. <laughs> <laughs> Just so funny, by we chance. We expected loads of people to get like a little bit rowdy when you came, and it was actually just so chilled. And people were like, "Yeah, of course, you go, you go before me." Yeah, like, it's yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, not always like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so, where's uh, are you looking to do any more? Venues? A world shirt. Top secret. Top secret. No, it's not actually. We just um, did uh, our first second. That uh, our first second one. That makes sense, doesn't it? In uh, Malibu. To you, it obviously. does. Yeah, not to me. <laughs> We've opened a new one yeah. in Marlebone. Yeah. Oh, Marlebone, right? Yeah, which is a, um, a really lovely gym called Amp Athletic, and right. they um, the guy who runs it. Uh, has just been like a superstar and let us use it's closed in the afternoons on weekends um and so he's let us come like bring up bring the gas and we give them food and they took showers and oh, brilliant. it was honestly it was amazing yeah it was yeah really, really good and them just like not having a time limit having like a shower and like a safe space they can lock their stuff away in their lockers yeah and just oh, that's it, incredible it was really that's, nice. that's valuable yeah, that yeah. locker thing is really valuable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah. even just like basics that, that you forget, don't you? That like if you literally are sleeping rough, you are carrying all of your possessions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like literally all of your belongings at all times. Yeah. Uh, so being able to lock them away and just kind of wander around a bit freely. Freedom. Yeah, the yeah, freedom. Yeah, it's really that. nice. Yeah. And we gave toiletries and clean towels so they can. Oh, lovely. Just have a shower. Yeah. Again, I know I've literally said this about 4,000 times, but it's such a simple idea, but <laughs> yeah. it means so much to them. It's what just we take for granted. It's something we take for granted, yeah. yeah we do. That's it, isn't it? Yeah. My boiler broke in January, and we had no hot water or heating for a, for a week. Was it an angry Stuart? And it was week? like, well, I've got, you know, I've got, <laughs> there's, there's four kids and a wife and all that, and it's everyone, and I was going, the thing is, come on, like we've only got this temporary. Will you shut up about the homeless? We're freezing curry. What a shame. Dad, stop banging on about how lucky we are. We're just bloody cold. That's so sweet. But that's a Saturday, was it? Is that the one you told me about? So yeah. Saturday afternoon. So we're going to do, we're just trialing it for a bit. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, was happy with that one, but we're we're gonna do for a few months just do it the last Saturday yeah. of the month, and right. then hopefully we can make it into like more of a permanent thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the only thing that I said to you. I'd love to get like, to be honest, I'd like to, anywhere you go and and mm. you better like um, open up. I'd like to sort of have another our service tagged on to you. The only okay. thing is Saturdays is volunteers. It's almost virtually impossible for us because so it's there. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. Sundays right, is not okay. as bad, but Saturdays is the busiest. Hairdressers' busiest day of the week. So, yeah. and they're good enough to give their time up to me. So I, I don't put any pressure that. Um, no, no. And Christmas as well. You know, like Christies do a great job. There's all haircuts and hairdressers volunteer at Christmas, mm. but. Our volunteers are doing it all year long, and I just think, no, you've got to go and earn your money this couple of weeks at Christmas because it's yeah. feast and famine our business, I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I think it's also that is literally the thing that we try and kind of tell volunteers as well is that like, it's it's just doing what you can when you can. Yeah. It's not like, like you one is not a charity. Like one person is not a charity no. yourself. Like, mm. whatever you do is still kind of a, a kindness and it's appreciated yeah. and it's yeah. like going to a good cause yeah. it's not about like giving up your whole life and like not to ever taking a hair salary because you're gonna yeah cut people's hair well the thing with like that's actually better for your um, project a mm. saturday 
because people yeah. people yeah. can give half a Saturday up once a month. It's yeah, not, that's you know, yeah, exactly. it's doable. So it actually works the opposite to us, like because obviously Mondays we often do Mondays to Wednesdays and it's daytime, so everyone's at work. You know, a lot of people oh, at work, so that's why. Yeah. But hairdressers often get Monday or Tuesday off. And that's why we do a lot of our stuff Monday daytimes. Yeah, and then and then someone asked me to do a Tuesday night, and I just feel obliged. Nobody. Can't say no. I can't say no to you two girls. Right. But um, what we gave you a choice. Yeah. No, no it's like you will. Well, uh, the thing I feel like, like we messaged you about eight hundred times. You, as well, you did. I think it came at you from like all. You did. Well. Yeah, there was and there no was, way of escaping her. In the end, it was that inevitable thing. <laughs> you know, it was that thing, well, I'll just get it over and done with, I suppose. You know? Because that's the well, thing. Well, look where we are now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, the thing is, is I like to be pestered. You know, I say yeah. it all the time. I said, because, you know, we're, we're a tiny charity, tiny. Mm. You know, it's me and my sister trying to do our best. And people sometimes tell us off because, you know, I emailed you twice, you haven't got back to us, but mm. it's the, it's just the scale of it, you know, um, and, we, and as we get in, but we are getting more support now. Um, so hopefully oh, it's growing, yeah. you know, people like L'Oreal are helping us out now. Amazing. Yeah, and we've, you know, they've recently done some, filmed some videos for us. So oh, as cool. opposed to, you know, like the back and, it's an idea for you, because you could do it just, you could easily do it on your phone and just mm -hmm. do a, a face. It's that Q&A thing. So when you get all these, you probably get people who want to volunteer and you've got these backwards and forwards questions, it's just a link to a video then. So I'll watch this 30 second video and they can answer most of the ones you're used to answering. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. That's yeah, good yeah, because yeah. my sister gets these, like, she's, <laughs> I dump a lot of it on her and she gets a lot of these backwards and forwards and she's answering the same questions all the time. Does she? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We do get emails quite a lot, just people saying, I want to volunteer, like, what's the protocol? Do I need yeah. to sign up for anything? Cause I, do I need to bring anything? Yeah. Like, that kind of thing. Because yeah. I remember when I first moved to London, I really wanted to do charity work, but I just, I needed, like, references and, you know, all this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And with us, it's it's really just turn up. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that's the thing. Yeah. You, you, you know, you can quite easily do a little, like, um, selfie video mm. and, and just... You know, you or take take you to the, you know, yeah. <laughs> Nothing I'd hate more. Yeah, another, another little, another little job for you. Yeah. Susie and I, no offence, I'm going to drag you down with me. We're, we're pretty bad at social media. I am so. so it's all right. It looks all right. Uh, it looks all right. Yeah, we've taken some help along the way. Yeah, yeah. Annie is a lot better at it than I I am. I did it before and it was just awful. Is it? Yeah. I mean, it's still not great, but no. anyway. So what? if anyone wants to yeah. volunteer, do you Yeah, well, you need it. That's the thing. Now you've yeah. just asked your own question. There's people out there desperately want to help. Mm -hmm. There's some nerdy person out there, <laughs> a clever geek, <laughs> who wants to help, and is like, oh, bang, I'll help you. And they, mm. you know. And that you don't even need to leave the house. You could, you don't have to come every Tuesday to. Yeah, no. that's true. On Tuesday, that's we'll give you there the you go. password. Hopefully, and... someone's out there yeah. listening to this. <laughs> I don't know who listens to this podcast. It might be just me and my mum, but we'll. Uh, Oh, to be fair, we listen. Hey, so, uh, that's 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 ben, yeah, ben said he listened, listen? so that's, yeah, that's, that's five. Was so. he telling the truth? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He, might, I think he, he might have been being polite, you know. You need to quiz him on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Podcast, I do out, throw yeah. some on for a little bit. Did you enjoy the proper Kevin one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's great. Right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, definitely that, that someone, I mean, we got, I got help. I got help from um, wonderful hairdresser, Sophia Hilton. Mm. It was amazing. She's got mm. the salon in Britain, not another salon. And she's such one of these, you know, people just do stuff, don't they? She's like, and now she's set up not another social media. Um, and she got a guy, Ben, who's a lovely fella. And I believe he works, this is his job, and he? he does, because you can, as you said, do it anywhere. I think he works off a beach in Barcelona or something. Oh, you know, that. uh, yeah, That's quite yeah. nice, isn't it? But he, he cleaned my Instagram up for me. You know. Oh, did he? Yeah. Because yours is really slick, and I was like, "Oh, that's." Yeah, that's not. I'm it. not slick, you know. So <laughs> I'm not slick stew. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sloppy stew. Do you want so. us to call you slick stew? You can if you <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been called a lot worse, but you can. Yeah. So if you get the right person who knows what they're doing, they, they, you know, and it's little tips. I think I want, you know, it wasn't great things. It was just like quite simple things that I hadn't thought of. That he had to tell me about three or four times to get it, <laughs> but yeah, it looks as you say, it looks better. 
It, did, um, it looks great. It looks and it's frequency. Really it's just a bit of effort as well. You know, like you don't yeah. have to keep banging it on. Uh, but you can you can schedule it as well. So that's all scheduled now. So you can have a if you want to just do an hour. I mean, I must admit, I do it as I go along. But it, sometimes you can just spend an hour or two and just do the schedules for the week of what you're doing. But it's the way people know what you're doing. You you know, and and never never sort of worry about boring people. Well, I obviously don't worry about boring people. I'm quite good at it. But <laughs> you, you you know, like you know, just keep sticking the stuff out there. Because it's a bit like um, it disappears really fast, you know. Yeah, it gets lost. In yeah, it all gets lost yeah. in a way. So just keep throwing it out there. Yeah. Just keep throwing them lovely images of the people you've got. Um, you know, I loved it. I loved it there. And it, I think you've got something really great going. And what I found refreshing, and I don't mean this condescending, is you've got a young team of people, mm. you know, um, who are, are just going out their way to help people, you know. Um, yeah, we've met some really great lovely. people actually that have like just gotten in contact on Instagram or from the website or whatever, mm. and they've now kind of become regulars. Like, yeah, regulars and also just like good friends. Mm. My yeah. favourite is um, uh, my brother was selling a phone on Facebook Marketplace, <laughs> and um, a girl purchased it, and she was like, "Okay, where do I meet you to get this phone off of you?" And he was like, well, I'm going to be in Bethnal Green on Tuesday night, so can you just come down? And whatever, gave yeah. uh, gave her the address. And she turned up and started doing the washing up. Yeah. And now she comes every she week. She didn't want to, though, yeah. bless her. She was like, where's Tom? We were like, he's not here yet, but you can do the dishes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. 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 Not like you, Sue, to be forward like that. Oh, dear. Poor thing. Pestering is key, Stuart. Yes, known. that's it. As we've all learned. <laughs> Never say no to these two. So, um, you've got that one. So, yes. you're looking for more, or are you we are, possibly... Yeah, yeah, spread, yeah, yeah. spread it out. Mm. Keep it simple, but make it grow. Yeah, like, you know. Yeah. Definitely. Well, what I'll do at the end of this, um, when it goes out, I shall put the links on. So, uh, great. Yeah. you know, a couple of our five listeners might... You know, <laughs> pop your line, but yeah, I'll drop your message. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I, I, I will though put the things on where they can get in touch with you. Thank uh, you. You know, great. so um, and uh, I can recommend it. You know, I think uh, we need more of these. Mm-hmm. And it's that little thing. Don't ever think you're not doing enough. You know, like yeah, together think, we. Yeah. You know, like you don't mm. like a cliche, but I love one. Together we achieve more. You know, all of that stuff. Mm, yeah. You know, and everyone does a little bit, it creates a big, huge movement. So, I really thank you. Thank you, Annie. Stuart, thank you. Thank you, Susie. <laughs> thank you, Stuart. And, um, yeah, keep it up. Oh, and, thank you so uh, much. I want to come somewhere else, so getting up on going. Okay. We'll do it just for you, Stuart. Cause, thank you. Yeah. We'll name it after you, Stuart yeah. Bites. No, no, no. Please, no. <laughs> Sunday <Stuart> Stuart Bites. <laughs> Slick Stuart Bites, by the way. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. Just over five years ago, I did something that changed my life. What it did, more than I could have ever realised, it helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people some of the people that work in some of these places. Many of them are volunteers, but some of them, it is their job. This is more than a job, this is a calling.